It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Good morning to you on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Not Walter Reeves, not this Saturday. He will return to Lawn and Garden next Saturday morning. You've got Ashley Frasca sitting in with Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery and joined by Mark Banta, the president and CEO of the Piedmont Park Conservancy. So great to have you guys on the show today. Thank you for all that you're doing for me and for our listeners. We've had some great calls. Uh, We also want to remind folks, you can call in, join the show as well, 404-872-0750. At the bottom of the hour, we will have the Pikes Pick of the Week. It's a good one. If you plan on going shopping today, you're going to want to stay tuned and listen to what they have for you today. And we will go ahead. I've teased long enough. We will give away the McDonald's Weekend Prize Pack right now. Now, listen, before you call and I give you a different number to call, a pair of tickets to see Journey and the Doobie Brothers in concert on June 8th. That's coming up at Lakewood Amphitheater, produced by Live Nation, and a pair of tickets to the Jerry Garcia Symphonic Celebration that's featuring Warren Haynes with the ASO, June 24th at Chastain Park Amphitheater, produced by ASO Presents. Okay, so Mark Banta's going to go ahead and win the Journey and Doobie Brothers tickets. So cross that off now. I'm just teasing. I don't think I'm eligible. Nope, I don't think so. Well, this is a great prize pack. We will give it to the second caller. You have to call 404 741 0750. That's the prize line. 404-741-0750. Dial fast. Scott will take the winner, and good luck to you. All right, our callers have been very patient this morning. We appreciate that. Good morning. Kevin, how are you? Well, good morning. I almost hung up to try to call back for the tickets. It it stinks to not be able to be in two places at once. Well, Dave Baker will have a prize pack, too, so stay tuned after 9 o'clock. Maybe you'll be lucky. Thank you. Say, um... (laughs) I'm actually from Macon, but I happen to be in Atlanta this morning, and and I don't pick up uh, the program in, in Atlanta, so I was ecstatic when I heard you guys. I've got a couple of uh, similar issues on my centipede, Tiffler centipede grass. Okay. Um, I've, I've got a very nice, lush yard, but I'm, I'm getting some brown spots that develop sporadically here and there uh, that... Some of them, I, I get the dark green around, around the, the grass kind of turns darker green. Yeah. I, I think that might be caused by my dog piddling. Yes, mm-hmm. you're <laughs> spot on. Good, d- good diagnosis. But the other ones are, again, it's kind of the same issue, but I'm not getting the dark green grass around those ones. And you, you can look at the grass, let's say, the beginning of one week, and within a week's time... Um, it, it's almost instantaneous that 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 other spot develops. So there, there's they're very similar, but I see the difference in the over fertilization on or the under fertilization, if you will, on on one of the spots. Hmm. Right. So here here's what I would do, and uh, you're going to have to get on your hands and knees and play plant detective, which I I think is fun. But just watch where you're kneeling if you have a dog. <laughs> Um, so, you know, the, the, the key to differentiate whether it is um, uh, non-disease, non-insect, and, and more dog-related, I think you're, you're spot on on the, on the ones that are stimulated uh, 
and have the green ring around the brown spot. You're spot on that. But you also want to look and see uh, on the on the margins, on the edge of the spot. So that's where the action is. If you've got a disease or an insect, you should be able to get on your hands and knees and look really carefully at the front line of the battlefield there and see if you can find any evidence of spotting on the leaves. Uh, if you look in the center, you're not going to find that. But look on that edge where the green meets the brown. And I want you to dig around and probe around a little bit. There's a couple of insects that can cause some problems. But if you've got these nice uh, frisbee size or smaller brown spots, I'm guessing that you're still dealing primarily with the uh, uric acid and the dog urine. Okay. Yep. But do that detective yeah. work and look around and see if you can spot anything. You've got a great county agent, by the way, down there in your in in uh, your county. Uh, and if you if you think you've got something you want somebody to look at, you can cut out a sample, a little small sample. If you're finding some disease lesion on the leaf, you can take that into the county extension office, and they've got the ability to put that up under a microscope and let the specialist in Athens look at it. It's really cool technology now. Great. Thank you so much. Good luck, Kevin. Appreciate you driving around and tuning in to WSB this morning. Next, Phil in Duluth. Good morning. Uh, hey. Hi. Um, I've got a, I was drawing a blank on the name of the plant, but it's a boxwood that's variegated and it grows very fast. And the ones I have are about seven feet tall right now. Can I uh, cut those down to around three feet? Would that kill them? I don't think you've got a boxwood if it's growing really, really, really fast. Uh, because okay. usually they don't. I wonder if maybe you've got even ligustrum. If it's growing super fast and it's it's green and white, that yeah, would be my guess. Yeah, leaves like a boxwood. And you, yeah, they are. Boxwoods okay. are opposite. Yeah, and, and did you notice, Phil, too, it, it flowered out slightly about a month ago, like small little white. Small, little small little ones. white blossoms. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, probably ligustrum. It's probably Chinese ligustrum, and you can cut it back. You can cut it way, way back, and it'll be fine. Now, All if right, if right. you're if you're a listener and you do have real boxwoods, you cannot. You don't cut those do that. Back. No, <laughs> you cannot. That's why. But when he said it grew fast, it yeah. made me think because most boxwoods grow slow, and you don't want to cut boxwoods way back because they yeah, don't recover. Uh, yeah, I've got some regular boxwoods, a couple of them by the front door. I guess they're dwarfs, and they it's like I've never had to touch them. Right. That's right. They Perfect say they'll get to and, Yeah, they say they'll get to 6 feet tall in 100 years. So, you know they grow really slow. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, uh -huh. Phil. Have a good day. All right, you too. Bye. Thanks. Next up to Bartow County, we go and say good morning to Bert in Cartersville. Hey, Bert, go ahead and turn your radio off. Okay. Good morning, Ashley. Good Thank morning. You oh, you're welcome. I, I, I follow you during the week all the time. So when I woke up this morning, I thought Monday came early. <laughs> and my husband called me in the overnight hours, and he called at 4 a.m., and I wasn't quite up yet. And he went, oh, I thought it was, you know, the weekday. And I went, no, I actually get to, quote, sleep in on Saturdays, which for me is like 4.30. But good morning. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you. I have. <clears throat> I'm a city slicker. I don't know much about plants, but uh, we moved into a house about two years ago, and it had some fruit-bearing trees, and I was all excited to see some fruit come off. But each year, it seems like something seems to be eating at the leaves and actually burrowing into the fruit, ruining the fruit. What fruit trees do you have? I have some uh, peach trees and some um, apple trees. Okay. You need to get on a spray program. 
and that spray program needs to start when it's right as it's coming out of dormancy. And you, if you come to Pikes, you can get, I mean, it's really the only way to get really, really, really good fruit here in the South. But if you, if you come to Pikes, there's, a, there's several of them you could get, but there's one that just says Orchard Spray. It's Captain and um, Malathion, I think. And it works really good, but you have to start it, and you do it at different stages, and that'll yeah. keep you from having that. And that way you'll be eating peaches and apples this time next year, almost. Now, the, the peaches have kind of already budded. Is there anything I could do this year? Not really. Not really. Not I don't right think now. there's a thing. Mm-mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you so much. And it's called Orchard Spray. It's called Orchard Spray. Orchard yep. of Fruit Spray. Orchard of Fruit Spray. And Malathion yep. and Captan. Captan's great to use. And obviously, you know, read and follow the label directions, Burton. And go on Walter's website, too. When you go to WalterReeves.com, he has kind of how to get started every season with with fruit trees because it is such a regimented, very right. scheduled, routine thing. But, I mean, a little bit of preparation and certainly some determination with it. I mean, it, it yields more yeah. than more than you'll need to eat. So, I mean, it's wonderful. It's a good reward. Wow, great. Well, I'll look forward to next year, then. Thanks. Best of luck. <laughs> Thanks, Bert. Drive safe out there today. 816, we've got a couple more minutes to jump out there and talk to Lee in Fayetteville with a question about transplanting a tree. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. It wasn't a question about transplanting. Oh, okay. It was a, a, a tip. I've been in the nursery and landscaping business for 40 years. Okay. And people will, I've seen them buy trees, and they'll say, we only have to go five miles. They do not cover the trees up. And with all the wind hitting that tree, when they're driving that five miles, it dehydrates them down. Wow. That's my tip. Okay, great. So, so how can folks avoid that? Like, if if they just throw the tree from the nursery in the bed of a pickup truck, what? How best to transport that? Uh, put a sheet over them. That's a good point. Uh, you know, and if you watch, if you watch the commercial uh, shipment of trees from some of our great tree nurseries in Georgia, and you're absolutely right. And even the better landscapers are are covering that foliage to help prevent that that dehydration. It's a great tip. Good advice, Lee. Thank you very much for for calling in with that as well. And we talked earlier in the show about, you know, whether it's transplanting trees or wanting to plant new trees. I mean, now we kind of are telling folks, hold off. It's definitely shock. It's a little too hot. But but Pike, as you said, does have some shrubs. Yeah, stuff, we have, ours are all container grown, so mm-hmm. that it, they have all their roots there. It's just hard. It's hard, a little bit harder on you to plant trees right now. Then, but of course, shrubs are fun. Yeah, and it, and it just goes back to the old theory. Um, you know, we we live in a in a, a planting zone where we do plant almost year round. But but for people that do it commercially, um, there at Piedmont Park, uh, Centennial Olympic Park, where I used to be, we were very very careful about when we planted trees or had to replace trees, uh, because a lot of times if you're planting a bigger tree, it's even more important. And if you're planting a ball and burlap tree, it's critical. Mm-hmm. If you've got leaves out on a tree, you are really late in the game to. Be be trying to, to to plant these these plants the exception being container grown plants which you know are right. much more transplantable and of course crepe myrtles this is the time i mean yeah. crepe myrtles you can plant 
all summer long. You and can they do plant that, them, you can prune them, you can abuse exactly them. That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's myrtles. when this is the time to buy grape myrtles because this is when we have the most. Yep. Well, thank you very much again, Lee, for the call. We'll have Oscar and Marietta coming up, Tom and coming, and you. We want to hear from you on the Lawn and Garden Show. We have about another 45 minutes. Give us a call, 404-872-0750. I'm Ashley Frasca, sitting in for Walter Reeves on Lawn and Garden. We'll be back. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellis weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. A weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Here's the basics for today. Cloudy skies, a 40% chance of rain by the afternoon. Highs in the high 80s and lows in the upper 60s. Stay tuned to Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecasts coming up in 10 minutes here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Updated news, weather, and traffic just minutes away. And remember to pick up your Sunday Atlanta Journal-Constitution for in-depth news coverage plus $302 in coupon savings. That's what I like to tell people, saving some money. All right, time for your calls, 404-872-0750. Oscar and Marietta, I was already ahead of myself. Oscar, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, uh, Ashley. I was calling. Um, I have a question about a Leland Cypress um, in my, on my uh, property. About three months ago, I hired a tree company to cut some trees down, and uh, they had to uh, bring their bobcat through there. Um, and they did kind of tap it with uh, some of the timber and gave it a little bit of a slant, but they uh, corrected it um, by tying a rope from one Leland to the other. But what I've noticed is since this happened, a lot of the tips from the Leland are starting to turn brown and die. And I was wondering, is this Leland going to be okay? Is this just a simple shock from the soil being disturbed by the bobcat and kind of being bent a little bit? All right. Hitting it. Yeah, I, he, here's my theory. I, I think if that if they actually made that tree bend over a little bit, there's a good chance that they got up against that trunk, or and they definitely were in that root zone. So you're going to need to keep a close eye on that guy. And um, if the question emanates from whether or not you need to let the guys know, hey, this may this tree may be in trouble, I would do so. Uh, you know the 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 cambium layer that bark, the bark's there. Then the cambium's right underneath, right underneath it. And if that gets bruised, that will stop transporting the water nutrients. So you may have an issue there that you need to keep a good close watch on. So what what would be the next symptom Oscar would want to watch out for if it in fact is going downhill? I, I think the I think that side where that cambium bruising or that that root loss is that that side of that tree will continue to decline. Sometimes they recover from it. You know, but but I would keep a really close watch on it. Uh, water, but not over water. Make sure they're mulched, and then just keep a watcher on it. Perfect. Good luck, Oscar. Thanks so much. Coming up, we'll talk to Lee and Rex, Marcus and Snellville. Question about an azalea and Tom and coming a wisteria plant. All that and more. It's coming up on eight twenty eight. You're listening to Lawn and Garden. Ashley Frasca sitting in with Mickey Gasway and Mark Banta filling in for Walter Reeves. He'll be back next Saturday. But in the meantime, join us. 404-872-0750. We'll be back on WSB. Being a puppet, pirate, a poet, a popper, a pawn and a king. Being up and down and over and out. And I know a thing each time that I find myself. 
It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 30 minutes left to go on the Lawn and Garden Show. Good morning, everyone. 835 about 25 minutes till 9 o'clock, and then you're stuck with Dave Baker for a few hours, the Home <laughs> Fix-It show. He's already here early making faces at us through the window. Love to see that guy every Saturday. But meanwhile, Ashley Frasca sitting in, not doing traffic, not doing the Herman Cain show. I am here with you, the Lawn and Garden show. Couldn't do it without Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery, Mark Banta, the president and CEO of the Piedmont Park Conservancy. So great to have the experts along and trying to fill the shoes of Walter Reeves. He'll be back next Saturday, and this time, every Saturday, Saturday, Mickey Gasaway most often, more often than not, calls in with the Pikes Pick of the Week, and she is live right here in person. I'm looking at her. Tell me with that smile on your face, what is the Pikes Pick today? And today it's the red tag sale, which I'm sure you've been hearing about that on the commercials, but we've just got some great things out there for sale. We've got all the annuals are 20% off. That's great. 30% off the vegetables and herbs. Um, the glazed pottery is 30 to 50% off. So if you need a container for something, we have got some gorgeous pottery. Come out and look at that. The fountains and statuary are 30% off. That's a uh, great deal. Yeah, it really is. And all of our uh, uh, patio furniture is on sale. There's so some great deals on that. So much on sale and limited inventory on hand. So you got to hurry in. And is the sale going on throughout the weekend? Yes. Now, yes, so in is. this case, we always tell people with the Pike Pick, you know, you need to tell the cashier usually to get your 20% off whatever the select item is. But in this case, that's the cashier right. knows. They that's are going right. to give you the discount just because they yes. like you. Yes. So that's great. And, you know, you've got the kids home for the summer. Why not pick up a couple of bedding plants today and have them work out in the yard with you and have them plant some things and really be proud of watching maybe some fruits or vegetables or, or plants over the summer really take off. And then you can bring them in next week for the kids' class. We're going to Dump have. them off on Mickey yeah, Gaswell, her babysitter for an right, hour. That's right, on the Wednesday. Class? It's on, we're going to plant marigold seeds in pots, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun at all, all the classes. All the stores are doing that. Wednesday, so. June 8th, that's at 9 a.m., and for more details, folks can go online, right? That's right. Pikenursery.com. What what fun. A kids class. I think yeah, there's a couple over fun. the summer. Yeah. That's really a good idea for the kiddos. So it starts at 9. What is it? About an hour? That's right. Over an about hour? an hour. Right. Yeah. Bring little brother and sister and have them plant some marigolds. How yes. fun. Now tell us the beneficial. I mean, people can eat marigolds. I know this. But what are the, the benefits of those? They attract pollinators. That's, that's the main thing I use them for. Uh, I always plant them around my cucumbers and squash. And they do attract pollinators, and so that's a good thing as Perfect. well. Perfect. They also, one. did you know you can feed them to chickens? No, I did not know it that. the eggs yellower. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's what I, I've heard. <laughs> I don't see the same kind of chicken that you see. My, my chicken's in a little bit different form when I see them, so oh, well, they, they're, they're not eating anything. My house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating them. <laughs> Carnivore. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, 404-872-0750. A few more t- uh, calls this morning on Lawn and Garden. Lee out in Rex, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Great, how are you doing? Good, good. <clears throat> but I have an Asian pear tree, a Shinseki Asian pear that is not doing well. Um, last week, uh, most of its leaves turned <clears throat> brown. and They had very quickly went from you know yellowish, 
to, to brown. So I want to know if I've got a fungus. Or, Have they turned really black? Are they turning really, really dark? No, just dark, dark brown. None of them are really turning black, I don't think. Usually what we look for in pear trees, um, and usually the Asians are a little less susceptible, is fire blight. And it'll happen a section at a time. Is that happening? Um, it happened on, a, you know, probably about a half a dozen leaves on the end of one branch. It's a young, it's a young tree, um, and it's probably, I don't know, maybe two, two, three years old. And I will have to admit that I have not done a good job of spraying like I should. So I'm afraid. If I were you, I'd try to get out there and cut those out because it's still, that's what it sounds like is fire blight because of the way it's happened and where they are. Uh, be sure and sterilize your pruners between each right. prune. Um, but With, that's uh, what, bleach or what? Bleach works. Yeah, that works fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Do that, and there's it's bacterial. It's really not fungal. It's bacterial. Oh, so okay. The fungicides okay. don't do that much good. And um, the problem is, I've got a younger one-year-old uh, Asian pear tree, probably about fifteen or twenty feet away from it. What it, can I do to prevent it from getting that fireball? There's not really anything you can do about it. Just don't prune with the same pruners. Right. And uh, right. if you're using a, I hope you're not using an sprinkler that would you know i don't think that would do it but just make sure you keep it watered try to keep it healthy so that it yeah. will be more resistant well will it will it survive this um yeah if you, or is it going to kill it no if you keep if you cut it out if you can cut it out um uh, it, it probably will do all right also get all well, the leaves up off the ground yes, too for sanitation and get, keep bag those up in plastic and then keep them away from everything. Great. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, the problem is is that a majority of the leaves are gone, so do I need to just prune? I, I mean, it, it, it looks bad. If they've already bad. turned brown and died, yeah. you know, I would think probably it's not going to make it. Okay. Okay, yeah, because probably 95% of the leaves are, are already brown. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Do Doesn't sound good, but try to prune back what you can. See if you can get into healthy tissue and then cross your fingers. Hope it'll come back. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for the call. Up next, Marcus in Snellville. Hi, Marcus. Hey, how's it going? Good. I was calling to find out two questions. First of all, is it okay to start pruning a amabilias? Because um, they got these ugly scraggle shoots that are shooting out of it. And another question is, my peach tree has some dead leaf areas on it where the peaches were kind of like dying that was in there. Of course, most of them fell off anyway not long ago. Yeah, I, I, Mickey, I don't know about you. I'd say yes to both yeah. um, and just get the get those scragglers. Reach down in the plant. Don't clip it off levels because that's good pruners know how to reach down inside the plant and clip it back. And therefore, when it comes back, it doesn't, you're not just constantly giving it a haircut or shearing it. And now is really time the time to kind of maintain the azalea, do your the majority of your pruning right now since they're finished blooming so now's a great time to be doing that and, and did you say azalea or abelia 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 oh yeah abelia. And, but abelia it's the same they get those shoots so you can reach down there and do it and the same thing on the peach even though it's a totally different deal if you've got something that's brown where you had something and it's dying back a lot of times if you'll just go back into healthy tissue and prune that off if you've got a little something working there you've got the sanitation going and you're not going to have something spreading Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Get out those pruning shears. Right All right. Thanks. Perfect. I love that. Marcus is like, I'm not wasting any time. <laughs> I'm getting right out there and using y'all's advice. Well, I heard azaleas, my bad. But, Margaret, you are calling about azaleas. Good morning. Good morning. So what's your question for us? 
I have some very old azaleas that are very overgrown, and I wanted to know, since they've stopped blooming, can I trim them way back now? Well, I don't know what really old is. Um, usually azaleas, how old? About 25 or 30 years old. They have, are almost at the end of their lifespan. I mean, they haven't, I'm not telling you that they always die at that age, but that's, that's about a, a, the end of the lifespan for an azalea. So I think by cutting it way, way back, you're going to stress it that much more. Uh, mm-hmm. If I was going to get a few more years out of it, I probably wouldn't cut it way back. What would you say, a third? A third. Okay. All right, great. And fertilize it and keep it, fertilize it and keep it watered. And now um, is the time, though, so that's good, Margaret. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good morning. Thank you. Just a few more minutes to take your calls on lawn and garden, then we'll wrap up with some final thoughts. Really excited about the things that uh, Mark Banta and the folks over at Piedmont Park have going on, so we're certainly going to cover that. Stay tuned. And earlier in the show, we talked about community gardens, too, and how you can really participate and be active in your local community gardens and help out. It's all a volunteer basis, a lot of times led by the master gardeners of the county, and the UGA Extension offices help out with some of those, and they're feeding the less fortunate, which the one in Douglas County that I saw yesterday posted pictures on Twitter at W or at who am I at Ashley Frasca WSB (laughs) WSB is just synonymous with my name now I don't even know Um, but pictures of the community garden that you might really enjoy looking at on Twitter and just being active over the summer what a great time to really get out there and learn and appreciate all that nature has to offer right now don't you think yep all right next Toco Hill and it's not Walter has corrected me it's not Toco Hills it is Toco Mm -hmm. Hill and Kim good morning Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Yes. Um, I have some hydrangeas that have been in the ground for about five years, but I recently had a bunch of trees taken down off my property, and last year they got a little bit burned from the sun. So I need to move them, and I've got a place to move them. How difficult are they to dig up? I mean, I'll wait till you know, um, winter when they're all bare, but how do they have a deep root system or... They have a wide root system. Wide. That's okay. the main thing. Uh, and get, just get as much of it as you can, and they'll probably be fine. Okay. You, you, and you want to know a kind of fun little trick that I've seen people use before um, if they're bigger plants is to go out in the fall uh, and root prune. yeah, and root prune and then let that root regenerate and start some new growth and then dig that up. Mickey and I look at each other now tell and me, say, isn't that tell a good me about idea? That. What is root pruning? <laughs> yeah. Go at it at about the go out of ways about about where the the drip line is on it, and take a shovel and go down about oh eight inches, twelve inches, something like that, and just make a a, a ditch like around it, and then come back in a couple of months and dig it up when it's still cold, and it it helps it it makes it a little bit easier. It's just uh. like they. They, they prune a lot of things, especially large trees and things like that. It, it really helps this. because it, it helps. Yeah, what, what it helps do is it allows those roots to regenerate so that you're almost doing a little version of a containerized plant. Right. Uh, and it really helps survivability. I, I like to do it because it, it also makes it easier to move, and you know that you're getting some good uh, root tips coming back when you transplant it a little later. So make it easier. What's the timeline that Kim's looking at then to do the root? Pruning root pruning in the fall, fall and yeah, in February probably for the to move. Yeah. So is that going to be okay, Kim? You don't need to move yeah. them now, right? Yeah. No, no, I don't need Make to move them now. I mean, I think they'll be okay for one more summer, but I just want to move them. That's the Perfect. plan. Great, thank cool. you. Use some thank root you. starter. All right, I will. Thanks, Kim. Thanks. 
And talking about hydrangeas, I've mentioned a couple of times this morning, the Penny McHenry Hydrangea Festival going on this weekend out in Douglas County. You definitely don't want to miss that. And remind folks again, Mickey, we had a great call earlier. I love talking about hydrangeas. Everyone's so pleased by them and the colors and how just bold and bright they are this time of year. But um, whether I want a blue hydrangea or whether I want to change the color, maybe make it pink, purple, what do I do? Well, some of the hydrangeas tend to be one color or the other anyway. But if you want to make it bluer and it's it, it or if it's pink and you want to make it blue, um, you can add uh, aluminum sulfate and that lowers the pH. Uh, but it takes a year. It does. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be. It's not going to happen this year. And it's not going to make it to where your one hydrangea bush has all three colors. No, on. that's it's not, not. going to happen. No, we have had not. folks ask that. And the white ones, it doesn't affect. Okay. And then I want to. I don't want it to be blue. I'm tired of blue mop. When it pink, then you line. Perfect. Perfect. Love that. So there are things you can do to enhance your landscape and go to Pike Nursery today. All the annuals are on sale 20% off and add some more color to the yard. That's exactly right. Why not? Veggies, herbs. Perfect. Love it. Just a little more time left on the Lawn and Garden Show. Ashley Frasca sitting in for Walter Reeves. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. A weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Here's the basics. Cloudy skies, 40% chance of rain maybe this afternoon. Highs in the high 80s, lows in the upper 60s. Stay tuned. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up in 10 minutes here on WSB. In studio, just a few more minutes with Mark Banta, President and CEO of the Piedmont Park Conservancy. Mickey Gazaway from Pike Nursery. We've been taking calls. I think we have time for one more. Margaret from Monroe. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. What can we do for you? Well, I'm having trouble with my tulip tree. Uh, seems like every year it's the leaves kind of turn white looking and then they'll crinkle and it spreads all over the whole tree. And I don't know what to kill it. Uh, I don't even know what it is. So is it a fungus? Does it look like the, the chlorophyll is draining from the leaves? They're not green? No, they're not green. Uh-uh. I, I would be a, willing is, to. Be- is this a magnolia? Is that what we're talking about? No, it's a tulip tree. Yeah, star, star magnolia. It's tulip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. What color are the the flowers? It's it's green. No, what the color are the flowers? I wonder if she's talking They're about white. tulip poplar. poplar. Yep. Oh, yeah. white. Okay. White. I think it's a star. Yeah. So what do we think, folks? It, it sounds like, like powdery mildew or something. I, I would to me. Da- that's downy or powdery. Downy would be underneath the leaves. Powdery would be on top. All right. Treatment. If it's a big tree, it's going to be pretty tough. It's it's unsightly. It's a nuisance. Um, have you ever taken a, a sample in and let uh, somebody take a look at it, somebody at Pike or the county extension office, and let them take a look at what no, it is? No, I never have. Uh, I've had friends say uh, spray it with water and soap, dish, dish detergent soap, mm-hmm. like gain or something. And I tried that, but I haven't seen any difference in it. I'd, I'd rather see you get a better diagnosis yeah, so we, we know too. what we're dealing with. And then sometimes you just don't have to spray those types of problems. Good. Hopefully. And a large tree, that's tough to diagnose. Well, in 30 seconds, Mickey, give me your final thoughts. What do folks need to know about Pike Nursery this weekend? Well, I hope everybody's going to come in for the red tag sale because there are some great deals on whatever you're looking for at Pike's, whatever you've been wanting. Be sure and come in and check it out today. Perfect. And a lot going on at Piedmont Park, Mark. 
Yeah, it really is. The green market is open in three minutes. Be open to <laughs> one o'clock there on 12th Street. And people remember Piedmont Park Conservancy, small nonprofit uh, that is taking care of the park along with the city of Atlanta. If people are interested in knowing about our programming, our camping, all the wonderful things we do, the impact we're having, go on our website, uh, piedmontpark.org, and learn about this nonprofit that does such a wonderful job at Piedmont Park and how they can support it and come to the programs. It's amazing. I always love having guests like you guys who really get the listeners involved give them ideas of things to do and mickey mentioned a class for the kids on wednesday coming up at all pike nursery beginning at 9 a.m so get the kids out of the house and get them gardening i appreciate the opportunity to learn from you all and to garden with you and follow me on social media i always post pictures of what i'm doing in the yard walter reeves the illustrious walter reeves we've missed him but he will be back next saturday Tune in all weekend long. Dave Baker with the Home Fix-It show up next. This is Ashley Frasca. I'll see you in traffic early Monday morning. Stay safe this weekend and have a good one.